What's happening, everybody? Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I had an interesting day yesterday where Caitlin says, hey, I have this friend. We knew each other in California, and she lives here now, and she's going to come over, but I want you to hang out with her boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. She goes, it'd be like a date. I said, you guys have like a... And I was like, all right. And so we were... He plays golf, so I came over, and we were hitting some golf balls at the house. But... They just left us just a blind Ugh, friend date. So awkward. And it feels like a blind date date. <laughs> At first, you're like, hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? So what do you do? Oh, yeah? What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> what? Except for you're like 40. Yeah. yeah. And he works in He's like a songwriter. And he's actually a really nice guy. It just took us a minute because you're just staring at each other. And he's thinking the same thing. I didn't think I was alone in this. We're looking at each other going, our oh, women's God is here. And now we're either it's going to be really awkward for the next couple hours or we're going to find a way to get through this and be friends. But it was good. It was, it was good. So you've, you'll be able to go out with them again? Yes. Will, that is the with question him. after a blind date. Yes. Will you go out on with him? I again? would go on another date with him. Okay. okay. Good. good. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I would, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if he likes me, though. <laughs> no, just be confident. I, I didn't hear back if he likes me. Uh, but Are you we, waiting three days to reach out to him? I don't even have his number. Oh. <laughs> but I told Caitlin we were uh, hanging out, having dinner last night. And she was like, well, what'd you think? Tell me everything. <laughs> and I was like, we had a good time. He's a nice guy. He's, he's a little awkward like I am. He's an arts, he's, he's a very artsy guy. I'm just an awkward guy. And so I said, but after a few minutes, we really got along well. I know enough about what he does. He knew nothing about what I did. But we got through it and we had golf to kind of get us through it. We were like hitting balls. And so, but I said, I would be happy to go to dinner with her and him if we wanted to go to dinner. Nice. So, hey, score one for the little guy. That's a big deal. I got a new, got a new boyfriend. Good, <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> so we did that, and then we are into season two of Succession. It's now really good. Yay. I'm it so just glad. took forever. It took us five months to get into it. I don't know why. It, we I, watched four episodes, and we're like, what's the hook here? What's what's happening? Okay, but you're gonna. But stick now with it. it's really good. Oh, okay. now we want to watch more. All right. Forever, it was like there's nothing else on. Let's try Succession again. Amy says it's really good, and then we would curse your name. <laughs> We'd finish it. <laughs> we would like bleep bleep bleep. <laughs> this is stupid. But now it's really good. Okay, but, good. But we we can't wait for Yellowstone to come back. Same. Which is this summer. It'll be here before we know it. You know, people say that, but right now I know it, right? And it's not here before it. <laughs> I feel that, isn't it crazy that we're already in May? Yeah. It is. Think yeah. about it. It is crazy we're already in May. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife and I sent out Save the Dates a while back for a wedding in October of 2021. However, the whole process has been overwhelming. We originally planned on having this large wedding, but have now opted to switch venues and in turn need to remove about 100 guests to accommodate our new want of having a more intimate wedding. We want to tell those 100 people who have already received Save the Dates that we are sorry, but not to expect an actual invite anymore. How do I do this? Do I just be honest? Do I pretend it's because of COVID? Do I just ignore because they won't receive the invite anyway? Bobby, help, Mr. and Mrs. Anonymous. 
Well, this is funny because you can't just ignore it. No way. They've no, saved no. it. They put the, it on their calendar. Yeah. They actually saved the date. Yeah. Now, this happened to me recently because of COVID where a friendish of mine, I probably was on the outer tier of being invited to this wedding. And I got a note in the mail going, hey, because of COVID, we got to limit this thing and it's only super close people. Heck, Ray, didn't you pretty much have to tell your family that? Yeah. Uh, the invitations were already sent out. And then we had to send another one, and some people got an invitation that said, sorry, you're not allowed to go, but here's the link to watch it online. An uninvite. Yep. I don't lie about it being COVID. Just say, due to circumstances beyond our control, we can no longer have a wedding as large as we had hoped, so it's going to be very intimate with family and friends. So you, but you're not one of them. You're, so we're, we're asking that you unsave the date, and all that is in a letter or like yeah. another Im- anti-invitation. Because so I got it. one. Okay, and you open it. Heck, it's awkward reading it. You don't think you're gonna have the people be like, they can't call me and tell me this? It's so many. Yeah, that's it's, too much. It's a hundred people. Okay. Yeah, I mean they could, but that's even more awkward. <laughs> it's really awkward. Hey, buddy, uh, you ain't coming. <laughs> we're looking at the list of who's it, and you ain't it. Oh. This is what I say. You send out, it's on the internet. You can find your little form letter to put on an invitation and go, hey, due to circumstances beyond our control, we've had to limit our wedding to intimate family and friends. We hope you understand. We're sure you do. It's been a crazy year. Thank you for understanding. Sign Mr. and Mrs. Anonymous. That's st- it. P.S. We're still registered here. Yeah, yeah. Still send gifts at. <laughs> oh, I didn't send a gift to the wedding. I was uninvited. <laughs> Wait, you didn't? <laughs> no, I got uninvited. Oh, okay. I was joking, but I mean, I'm, sh- I'm surprised. I just figured you would. I was surprised I got invited anyway, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't get, no, why get invited to the wedding? Uh, that's what I say do. That's a pretty easy one for me to recommend because it was done to me. And Ray had to do it, and it wasn't that big of a deal. COVID is kind of your blanket, even though you're not using COVID as an excuse. They'll just assume it's COVID. Yeah, you don't you don't have to explain. They don't need to know the details. But yeah. Bobby, what did you say? Circumstances beyond, beyond our, our control. control. That's hey, really good. You can yeah. say it's been a crazy year, right? <laughs> and then they can Which assume whatever. Yeah. yeah. Insert your own. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. You're good, man. I mean, we're doing wedding. We're right in the middle of wedding stuff. Kayla's going to meetings every day. I am not. Wedding uh, meetings? Yeah. Oh. Fin- fin- so finishing up. Like, got this, got that. I don't know. This and <laughs> exactly. that. That and this. Little bit of this. Little bit of that. I did the music, though. Well, we picked... A band together. I hired Raymundo's friend who's going to play our rehearsal dinner. They're going to be like a 90s country band. Eric Dodd, right? Yep. Yeah. I hired the DJ, Kramer, from Arkansas, who's going to drive in. We actually have someone on right now, Eric from Arkansas, who Kramer just DJed your wedding. Is that true, Eric? Yes, that is true. How'd it go? It went phenomenal, man. He is the best DJ I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Come on. See, and Kaylin's like, I don't know Kramer. And I'm like, trust me. When I was 16 years old. Oh, boy. What? <laughs> That's how the story starts? Yeah, it does. Uh-oh. <laughs> when I was 16 years old, I used to email Kramer when I first got my first oh, email yeah. address because he was working nights at 105.9 KLAZ, where I later went to work. And I said, hey, man, it's my dream to be on the radio. Is there any way I can be on the radio? He's like, yeah, man, why not? Follow your dreams. All right, Mr. Kramer, thank you. <laughs> and I can full circle. So how much older than... Us is he? Are he's you? probably five years older. Okay, so he's still like in with He's the- 71. <laughs> Caitlin? Oh, boy. Right. <laughs> She's going to be like, and what songs is he going to play? Here's the new one by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric, Kramer did a good job, huh? Yeah, Kramer is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I actually met him through Chris Owen. 
actually. And that's, I believe, that's somebody else that you went to college with. Mm. Small world. Hey, who yeah. knows? Hey, who hey, knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a small world after all. <laughs> well, thank you for your call. We're very excited about the wedding. We've had to move ours, though. You know, from the original, we'd already be married at this point if it was the same day. That's crazy. April 27th. Uh, was 25th. That first? April 27th. 24th. <laughs> it was going to be April 24th. Was it? Yeah. It was a, yeah. Nice. But I don't have to remember that as like an anniversary. No, no, of course not. You don't have to remember your original trash. anniversary. It's trash day. It is. Are we sure? Yes. yes. We're confirming that she's never going to hold against me right. that I didn't remember the original. Well, it's too late unless you, 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 it's already passed, so you should have celebrated it. Then. No, we did have a little moment, but I'm saying. Next year? E- every year I don't have to be like, this was our original <laughs> wedding day. No. no. Okay. <laughs> I like the sound of that. All right. Thank you for your email. Close up that mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone right now is Kelly, who lives in Maryland. Kelly, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Really appreciate you coming on the show. We're going to play a game called Never Gonna Get It. Now, it's a really tough question. I don't think you'll get it. But if you do, or if someone on the show does, you win a prize, a $50 gas gift card to Marathon, okay? Oh, I could use it. Hey, who couldn't? Am I right? right. I'm right. You're totally right. Thank or you. you're right, not I'm right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the question. Kelly, you can take a, take a guess at it. And if you don't get it, you get to pick one of the show members to represent you, okay? Okay. According to a recent Care.com survey, about 60% of parents ask their kids for input on this decision. What is it? Kelly, do you have kids? I do have kids. They're both in college, so kind of older. Okay, but But you've been through this. Um, And and all the people answering the question, Amy's got two kids, ages? Uh, 12, 14 now, and 10. 14, the crazy daughter's 14. I know. Eddie, your kids are? (laughs) I have four kids. I have 13, I have seven, I have six, and two. Lunchbox? Two and one. Okay, so the question is, according to a recent Care.com survey, about 60% of parents ask their kids for input on this decision. Kelly, take a guess. I'm going to guess what they want for dinner. What they want for dinner. How do we feel about that? That's yeah, good. good. Really good. No. Yeah. You think that's it? I no. think that might be higher than... What they want for dinner is incorrect. Now, you do have the lifeline here. You can pick Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan number two. They can represent you with their answer. Who feels good about their answer? I do. I feel great. I, I mean, I feel okay. I mm-hmm. mean, you got it right last week, Amy. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Kelly, who would you like to pick? I think I'm going to go with Morgan number two. Okay, she sat over there quietly because <laughs> she doesn't have kids. I don't, but I am a kid, so that's fine. Come on. According to a recent Care.com survey, about 60% of parents asked their kids for input on this decision. Amy, I'm starting with you. Okay, well, it's care.com, so just maybe go that route. Like, maybe they ask their opinion on babysitters. A babysitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lunchbox. I have no idea what care.com is, so I didn't go off that, but I put online profile pick. Oh, okay. Oh, like help me pick. <laughs> yeah, the- help oh, me. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, help yeah. with, like, their social media. Yep, social media. It's not bad. Eddie? Yeah, where they want to go on vacation. Oh, it's, you have to ask your kids because they're like, coming with you. Like, where are we going to go? Yeah. Morgan? I had babysitter or nanny, too. Oh. Just like Amy. Mm-hmm. So we have two babysitter or nannies. We have online profile picture for their like, dating profile, obviously. And or- then, yeah, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> and then Eddie. Uh, Vacations. Vacations. Okay. Kelly, you have picked Morgan number two. Do you feel good about that or do you want to move over to one of the boys? No, I feel good. I tell you what, you can have both the boys. 
because we don't have it. Great. Good job. Or does it? No, you wouldn't do that. We know you. Crap. Would you like to move over and have both the boys? No, I'm sticking with Morgan number two. Well, Morgan number two said picking a babysitter or nanny, and so did Amy, and they are right. They got it! So everybody wins. First of all, congratulations, Kelly. You get a $50 gift card. Morgan won that for her. And let us recognize, Amy got two in a row. Not bad, Amy. Two in a row, never going to get it. Wow. All right. I like that. Amy, good job on the context clue. Thanks. You That's, get that for that free gas? I have I have found people on care.com. Hey, uh, Kelly, how do you feel? I feel fabulous. That's oh. right. Oh. Amy, how do you feel? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Oh. All right, Kelly, stay on the phone. We'll get you your prize. Congratulations. Bobby Bones The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Jordan Davis announced a new EP. It's called By Dirt and will feature eight new songs, including a collaboration with Luke Bryan. The EP drops on May 21st. Dirk Bentley and Luke Bryan took part in the Natchez Trace Century bike ride in Mississippi over the weekend. Dirk shared that it took them four hours and 30 minutes to complete the trek. You can see photos on Dirk's Instagram page. Eric Church talked about what he learned from his mom. Never complains and always very resilient with anything that happens to her. And it's just that attitude, the positive attitude, regardless of what has happened, that I think is um, the one thing that I got from her. You know, with career, you know, she's always been a person that's very positive through times that I couldn't find a positive. <laughs> I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. All right, this is just a shout-out to Linda Owens. She's 78 years old, and for more than three decades, she's been taking in foster babies, and I'm talking 80 infants. Wow, 80? 80? 80 over 34 years, and she's not stopping. So that's pretty awesome. I have two foster kids. I can't imagine 80, so shout-out to her. Well, not at once, Eddie. No, no, no. It's 80 kids. Yeah. 34 years. And I get the question all the time, too, like, hey, so are you going to keep fostering? And I'm like, well, at this point... I kind of, we're, we're hoping to keep these two and just, we're done with fostering. Like you're full. Yeah, like we're full. <laughs> you can't of have another bite. You can't. <laughs> What's her name again? Her name is Linda Owens. Shout out Linda Owens. Changing a lot of people's lives. Absolutely. That's fantastic. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy, I put together a list of actors that you probably didn't know could sing. Okay. So I'll play you a clip and you tell me who it is, but I'll give you the option of two. Okay. So up first, this is either going to be Jennifer Lawrence or Sandra Bullock. Picture them both in your head. I had no idea either could sing. Here you go. Here's one of those two singing. If we met at midnight in the hanging tree, are you, are you coming to the tree? Burn atlas of hope side by side with me. Strange things have happened here. That was probably pretty easy. It was Jennifer Lawrence because that's the song she sang as Katniss. I forgot she sang that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has that rasp about her voice too. Right. Okay, this next one. Is this Brad Pitt or Ryan Gosling singing this song? You always heard the ones you love. I mean, wait, Ryan Gosling or Brad Pitt? Mm-hmm. It sounds so old, 
so I want to go Brad Pitt, but I know Ryan was a musketeer. So no, I think, that's true. I think he can sing, so I'll go with Ryan Gosling. That's correct. Oh. I didn't sound like a vocal winning Grammy performer. <laughs> Like he's he, kind of kidding, kidding around there. He did do La La Land, too, mm-hmm. right? Anything all of those? Oh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. or Jake Gyllenhaal? Who's this going to be? Spit ground bullets back out of the back door And the 20s roll around in my hand It's funny now when I don't show up on Monday They're gone nuts and eat their hats Well, what do you think? Robert Downey Jr. or Jake Gyllenhaal? So, Iron Man... I'm trying to think if I've ever heard Iron Man singing. I, I guess it's ras- so raspy and old, I have to go with Iron Man. What's his name? Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Let's listen. She's not blind, she just don't have a mind. I mean, I don't know. Eddie, who do you think that is? Yeah, uh, uh, Downey Jr., dude. Yeah, it's Down- Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Daniel Ratcliffe, Harry Potter, or Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Here you go. Okay, I'm going to go with Daniel Ratcliffe since I know he did Broadway, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's it. Good. Okay. And then finally, Chris Evans, who's Captain America. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> what oh, on earth? He is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Amy just had a moment there. Wow. <laughs> or Robert Pattinson, who played Twilight. Hands are all twisted. It's pouring at me. I think it has to be Robert Pattinson because it just sounds like his vibe. I don't picture Chris Evans singing this way. What do you picture him singing? Naked? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Robert Pattinson. Okay. All right, there you go. Well, you nailed all. The game wasn't near as hard as I thought it would be. Yeah, you win. Uh, tell her what she want, Eddie. Uh, she want nothing, Bones. You, you want, I'm going to text you a picture of Chris Evans in his underwear. There you right. go. Enjoy it, Amy. Okay. He's a dad of four. It's time for... <laughs> okay, so your seven-year-old son has a diary. Yes, he does. A locked diary. He calls it a journal. The last time that we had talked about it, you had not busted in yet. Correct. What's the latest? I, I don't think I'm going to do it. You don't? No. Love it. I, I think I wanted to do it, and then I started breaking down the reasons why I wanted to do it, and the only reason was really because I'm curious of what's in there, curious of what a seven-year-old would possibly write in a locked journal. I figure it's nothing. I figure it's just a bunch of drawings or just kind of tattling on their on their on his little brother or whatever. I don't think it's anything big. And all the listeners, man, they're like, don't do it. Psychological I studies. I also I think don't do it. So yeah, we said it too. Not I don't just listeners. Really want to break his trust at seven years old, so I'm gonna refrain from doing it. Yep. Did he ask you if you were gonna do it? No. Mm-mm. Didn't you have the key though? I found I know where the key is, and, and that's the thing too. He's not really even hiding the key. That's why I think there's really nothing in there worth investigating. So I'm just not going to do it. And well, if you ever think there is something worth investiga- investigating, though, what are you going to do first? Uh, find the key and open it. No. <laughs> what do you mean? You're going to ask him. You're going to ask him. Oh, what's is anything up? You want to talk about anything like that? We don't even have to present it that way. Just be like, hey, do you, do you mind if we look through your diary? I'd love to see what you've been putting in there. Okay, I'll leave that option open. If you ever do want to unlock it and you can't find the key, Lunchbox did call a locksmith to see if they'd open a locked diary. <laughs> yeah, I figured, you know, I don't know if they get a call for diaries. They get cars, houses, whatever, but could they open a diary? 
Lunchbox called a locksmith to see if they could open a kid's locked journal. Here's what happened. Oh uh, yeah, man! I was calling because I'm having trouble. Like I, I, I can't get into my place, so I'm trying to get you to help me out. Okay. Uh, is it is it a deadbolt? Is it a uh, or just a handle lock? What? How how locked out are you? Uh, I, I mean, it, it just has a key, just a regular key, turn key, and I, I can't find the key anywhere. Okay. I mean, I can come out probably within the next hour, but you're going to have an emergency service fee. It's going to be a hundred just to show up. I, I found my kid. He's seven years old, and I found a locked diary in between his mattresses, and I can't find the key, and I need to get into that thing, so that's why I'm calling you. All right, sir, I want to be honest with you. I mean, the, the service fee is still going to be, if you want me there right away, it's still, it's still going to be kind of expensive for you. But, I mean, I'll do it. But, I mean, honestly, I, I have five kids myself. And I can't imagine any of them at seven years old having any secrets, you know, worth locking up. It, it's probably not worth your time, and you're probably just going to make your kid think that you don't trust them. So, I, honestly, I, I think it's a bad idea, but if you're willing to pay, I'll come open it for you. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to pay you the money. You come do your job, and we'll call it a day. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I, I mean – I, you're a locksmith. You're not a counselor. You're not a priest. I don't need your advice. I just I don't need you to tell me how to be a parent. I just need to unlock the lock. Okay, so it'll be 125 for me to show up and 125 for me to open the lock. All right, oh. sounds great. <laughs> oh, this guy's awesome. I don't need your advice. I don't need a therapist. And it sounds like the guy got offended. He's like, "All right, then, fine. It's gonna be a thousand dollars." Yeah, take that. Two hundred fifty bucks, Eddie. He can unlock your seven-year-old's. Journal. That's funny. That is funny. What do your kids watch? On, what does your seven-year-old watch on TV? Like, what do they like? It's funny. You, they, you know what they like? They like uh, Nat Geo. They like Bear Grylls. And the other day, I was, uh, I, they were all in my bedroom for some reason because I was playing video games downstairs. And I go up there, and they're all watching your episode of Bear Grylls. I'm like, what are y'all doing? They're from like, last season. From last yeah. season. Yeah. So they're watching it all there, and they're all in. You know, I can't even get their attention because they're all in. And then afterwards, I asked my seven-year-old, or I didn't even ask him. He just comes up, and he's like, you know what, Dad? I I finally figured out what I want to do when I grow up. I'm like, what? He's like, I want to be on the radio. I'm like, okay, just like your daddy. That's what I'm talking about. He's like, no, no, no. I want to have my radio show like Bobby. And then I want a TV show like Bobby so I can have nice things like Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? That's really? Okay, all right. I thought he was going my direction, but no, apparently. I'm your son's hero. I he love it. He to be just like you. I love it. <laughs> Here's a voicemail we got last night. It says, truck driver from Australia. Hey, Bobby. My name's David. I'm calling from Sydney, Australia. I'm a truck driver. I just wanted to say I love listening to your show at night. Um, Nico Jackson, I love you. You are so funny. Keep it up. Keep it going. And, yeah, have, have a good day. See you, guys. I wonder if night means live there. Ooh, good call. You know? Yeah, because it's the other side of the world. Here is Amelia, who's 11 years old. Hi, Mr. Bobby Bones. I am 11 years old, and I listen to your podcast with my mom. And I just want to say I really, really, really like when Amy tries to mumble out her song and tries to figure out what the songs are saying. And I also really like when Raymundo goes, yeah, have a good day, y'all. Bye. (laughs) She's so cute. And here is... Sarah from Texas. I just wanted to tell you a joke for the morning corny. Okay, here it goes. What is a kidnapper's favorite kind of shoe? A white band. Ha 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 ha. All right, y'all have a good day. Bye. White bands. White bands. Oh, van, guys. Shoes, vans. There you go. (laughs) 
Yikes. All right, that's what's up. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So is re-watching old TV good for the soul? Well, it's good for me to sleep because I need the TV on and I can only have on things I already know the ending of. So I'll watch The Office because I know every episode by heart. So it's good for my soul. Well, The Office was the most streamed show last year, despite going off the air 10 years ago. So it was part of this study that revealed this, along with Sopranos, Friends, New Girl, and Vampire Diaries. A new report says that we prefer old shows to new ones because it's more familiar, it's comforting, it's stress-free, especially the sitcoms. And yeah, it's good for our soul. It's like you're hanging out and you're just listening to some music. Just to hang out with your friends. You don't go find new music. You're not exploring. You find the stuff that you're comfortable with that you don't have to pay a lot of attention to. Have you ever heard of social surrogacy? No. No, neither had I until this article. (laughs) But it's where you form this, what they call a kinship with the characters. And you feel super comfortable around them. And they, they are good for you. So, yeah, that's probably what you have with Michael Scott from The Office. So, shout out to Freckles. A lobster in a tank at Red Lobster in Virginia. Now, it is a lobster that has little freckles all over it, little spots. And these lobsters are so rare. They are one in every 30 million. So this lobster was rescued from the tank, and it's not going to be cooked up and eaten because that's what it was in the tank for. And someone noticed it and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a very rare lobster. I think the story here is the lobsters are back in the tank. Because we've been to Red Lobster twice. Oh, they weren't there? There aren't any lobsters there because you can't gather in the lobby. Oh. can't gather in the waiting area. Oh, so why would you even put them out to watch right. them? Because you're not there. Because you're not there. Mm-hmm. We just buried the headline. Red Lobster's <laughs> back 100%. Yes. Let's well, go. I, I hadn't been there, so I didn't know they weren't doing that. Heck, but- yeah. If there's a play, if there's a Red Lobster nearby and we're with Arkansas Keith, you know that's where we're going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Freckles has reportedly been donated to the Virginia Living Museum for its lobster display. So you can go see Freckles if you're in Virginia. Uh, Alan Jackson, he honored his late mom with something pretty special in a new song. Now, her voice is the first voice that you hear in where her heart has always been. And it's his mom, Music Jackson, reading from the Bible before Alan begins singing. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Well, that's pretty cool. I know. Also, her name's Music Jackson. That's really cool. Alan had no choice. <laughs> he had to do music. Music with a K at the end, too. Alan, little Alan, you know my name. Avenge. Yes, Mom. Avenge my parents who named me music and be a music star. Where You Have Gone is on Alan's upcoming album, which is coming out May 14th. Alan, go play in the river back there. You know, the Chattahoochee. <laughs> She's like setting it's, up all of his It's out behind your dad's Mercury. Here, take this mm-hmm. grape snow cone with you. <laughs> all right, is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. We all have our hobbies we enjoy doing. Bobby, it's working. Amy, it's birding. <laughs> I like and- other things more than work. <laughs> Slamsy right at the beginning. Golf. Fiance, playing golf. Bobby, nothing fun. <laughs> Then there's Daniel Tobin from North Carolina. When he was at NC State University, he'd go out in nature and he started picking up trash. And he's been picking up trash ever since. And he's picked up over 8 million pieces of trash. And he does it all on his TikTok videos. And he has over 300,000 followers. And that's 8,300 bags of trash he's picked up in nature. How many pieces of trash? 8 
million. How does he know that? Yeah, how do you count that? Is it like, you know, one of those clickers that you have every time a person goes into the club? His thumb would be so strong. It'd have muscles going out the side of it. That's like, good for him, though. Yeah, the 32-year-old on his TikTok, he gives you information about the environment, why it's bad to pollute and litter, and then he sits there and picks up trash. Do you know his his name? Um, We're talking about his account. I know his name's Daniel Tobin. All right, there's enough there for you to go find him. <laughs> Use your detective skills, friends. He works. Man. What? Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think of his name, but no. You're trying to think of it. Trying to find it. By <laughs> trying to find it. No, <laughs> there's nothing there. Sorry. You know his name. You just don't know his handle. Daniel Tobin, shout out, buddy. Good job. All right, that's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. We have an update coming up in about 15 minutes, where Lunchbox sent three different celebrities a letter, but he wrote it as a seven-year-old. And so he wrote Carrie Underwood a letter, The Rock a letter, and you wrote Oprah a letter. All three of them. And over the past month or so, there's been no update. Been no update. Is there a real life update today? There's a real life update today. Okay. There's a, 15 minutes away. Because <laughs> it was like, I'm seven. Will you send me an autograph picture? <laughs> and the whole game was to see if anyone would respond. So you're telling us there is an update. There is an update. Okay, 15 minutes away Come from on. that update. Can't wait. Let's go over now and do the joke with Amy. <laughs> The Morning Corny. What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? Outlaws are wanted. <laughs> Funny. That was good. That was the Morning Corny. You guys like that one? That was, that was real, real good. good, actually. You guys didn't want to laugh too hard? That was real good. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> maybe best ever, maybe. maybe best ever. Oh, wow. Okay. You saw where Casey Musgraves worked at a snow cone stand over the weekend? Yes. She was in, because uh, she had written, hey, I'd love to work at a snow cone stand. And so this place reached out and they're like, hey, come on, we'll give away free snow cones. So she did, and she had a mask on. People realized it was her. Started taking pictures. So if you could do a job right now where you're like, man, I'd love to have a day where I got to do whatever. Oh, okay. What would that job mm. be? Eddie, I see you nodding your head. Oh, easy, easy. I want to be a fisher, a charter fisherman guy. I want to like have a boat, take people out every day and go fishing. But it's one day. You get to do it one day. Yeah. I want to do it in the Gulf of Mexico. We're catching sailfish, and we're all going. Let's go. Or Marlin, whatever you want. We're doing it. If someone said, Eddie, come down for a day next week, and you're going to take people. Do you think you have the skill set? No. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I don't know where the fish are. I don't know how to catch Marlin or sailfish, but I would love to do that. Okay. 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 I didn't know if you really thought you could do that right (laughs) now. No chance. I would probably, if, just for a day, I don't want to do it my whole career, but I would love to be a news anchor. Really? Yeah. For a day. Like, to get it behind the news desk. And go, all right, thanks for coming on Action News, 5 o'clock. Let's go, Trent, over with the traffic. Like, that and do the stories. Huh. I think that, to me, will be fun for a day. Because I, I don't like the sad stuff. Yeah, that's part of it, though. Wear, like, the, suit, wear the suit and tie. Got to go from the funny to the sad. I mean, yeah. all that's part of it. The problem is, if someone let me do that, they would be, and there was serious news, they would think it was a joke. People think it was a joke. Because it's you. But I'm ready to go. <laughs> I think I'd want to be a news anchor for a day. You? Oh, I'm going to go work at a bird sanctuary. Maybe even like oh, a bird boy. rescue oh, center or something. <laughs> yeah. There are some. I've already looked into them. They're like avian, exotic avian sanctuaries. But what would you do? I would work with the birds and I would learn how to, you know, attract them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a way besides just the certain type of food. Yeah, yeah. But I would just be more comfortable around the birds. They would be more comfortable around me. I would identify them easier. Stuff like that. Lunchbox? Oh, man. I, first thing that popped in my head was bartender, but I used to do that. I used to just get behind the bar and serve <laughs> drinks anyway. So I've done that. So then I thought I'd like to be a bouncer. 
Like, I'd like to be the one that says, oh, hey, really? let me see your ID. Nah, get out of here. Beat it. Beat it, Rugrats. Nice. That's fake. You don't get your ID back. Get lost. You or, get you get you get whooped. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're a little Bouncers too, are usually thick guys. You're a little too intoxicated. You got to go on, man. We can't let you in here tonight. He's just gonna lunchbox is gonna let hot girls in. That's yes. it. I mean, that would be so fun. Raymundo, what about you? For me, it is weather related because that's ending up how I got with Crazy Ray, the weather guy. I want to be a tornado chaser. You, you're out no, of you your don't. mind. Yeah! No, you don't. You're out that of your mind. Terrible. I know a guy, too, and he said he could take me for a day. Yeah, we On met a him. ride along? Yeah, for we, one day, because he wouldn't be back. Remember we met him in Missouri? He says that he talks to Ray, and he sends him pictures because he's a tornado chaser. Scuba, that's the goal, to get all of us our jobs for one day. <laughs> all right, I'm going to work on it now. I think Eddie's is tough to be deep sea. What do you yeah. mean? Yours should just be at the lake. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we, I'm Then talk- you have to travel down to the, to the sea. Florida. Let's work on it. Okay. You, okay, so you're saying it's got to be one day, so just do it here at Percy Priest. Yeah, I'm saying okay. you can do it at the lake here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. You can do it wherever. I don't that's care. Fine. I'm just saying it, it would be difficult. Like, I could probably go back to Arkansas and do it in a day and come back. But... For you to get all the way down there, you have to fly, yeah, you or, pay for flights, sure. whole thing. That's the whole day. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, now we're, Scuba's booking us work. <laughs> Great. Aside from like, guests, he's booking us work. About a month ago, Lunchbox wrote letters to A-list celebrities as a seven-year-old kid. And his goal was to see if they'd send him back an autographed picture. It was Carrie Underwood. It was The Rock. And it was also Oprah. And he wrote them with pencil and pen. And what was your name of these letters? Oh, man, I don't even remember. My name was Miranda in one of them. See, it's creepy he picked a girl, right? <laughs> Miranda, yeah. Well, the, the, the females, like to Mar- to Oprah and Carrie, I was a girl. Yeah. And uh, to The Rock, I think I was Greg. Seven years old. Seven-year-old named Greg. Greg. I don't know about He's that like, one. Uh, my name's Herman. I'm, <laughs> I'm seven. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, we've been waiting. No response. No response. It's been about a month. So yeah. what's, what's the latest? So Saturday, I'm sitting on the front porch in my chair. The kids are running around. We're blowing bubbles. Mailman walks up, hands me the mail, and there's something from California. What? And I'm so like, okay. So California's got to be the Rock. The Rock. And Oprah. where does Oprah live? No, she, I feel like she lives oh, in does Hawaii. She, she lives in, or... Yes, her studios. The wherever I had to send it was California. Okay. okay. So, so are we limiting Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood's out. I okay. just ruined that. Right. Was, that's a bad tease. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. And so I, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's here! And I rip it open, and it's a letter from The Rock. No way! What? I am Stop! so pumped up. No way! And I can't believe it. And there's a picture of The Rock. And it's signed, and it says, thanks for being a big fan. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then I woke up Sunday morning. I dreamed that I came to be in the mail. I was so disappointed Sunday when I woke up and I realized it was a dream. I was like, the dumbest update I ever heard. I thought that he really got a thing from The Rock. He was blowing bubbles with the kids on the front porch. (sighs) Guys, that was literally my dream. No, I mean, we hear you. So there is no update. The updates, nothing came, guys. It was a dumb dream. No, it wasn't a dumb dream. It was an exciting dream until I woke up on Sunday morning and I was eating pancakes. I was like, oh, man, that really didn't happen. That was a dream. <sighs> well, So nothing so far. So nothing happened. We all were teased, too. Yeah. I'd like to apologize to all of our listeners who waited through that commercial break to hear that because I also waited through the commercial break going, <laughs> ooh, I wonder what he's going to pull out from under his desk. So still no response from The Rock or Carrie Underwood or Oprah. Correct. You can't. 
if there's an update for now on, you got to be honest with us. No, no, th- I was being honest. Like, I really did have that dream, and I really thought— but it needs so to be I something you, tangible. I wanted you guys to feel the emotion I felt okay. when I realized it was a dream, and you guys did. Yeah, the, we felt it. You were excited, and then the letdown. Yeah, no, we, yep, we felt it. He could have said I had a dream about it. Oh. Just like that? Yeah. yeah. We'd have been like, all right, well, we won't tease you to come to another segment then. <laughs> on the phone is Dawn in Kentucky who— Tag me on Instagram, so I called her up. I haven't talked to her yet. Hey, Don, how are you? I'm great, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm really good. I appreciate you talking with me because I was on Instagram a second ago, and I was talking to Amy, and I was like, oh, my goodness. So what I've been doing, I've been trying to figure out the scratch-offs, like where they are in conjunction, winners, losers. So I've been playing these $30 scratch-offs. Now, you've been watching me do that. Did that inspire you to do it? Um, I haven't been playing it as crazy as you have, but it was yesterday when I did it. It was a totally on a whim. Um, from watching you do the scratch-offs, and I was at our little tiny little um, country mark, went for an ice cream, and I said, I'll take two of these $30 t- cards, and I'll take three of these Monopoly $10 cards and see what happens. So you spent $90. I, $90. That's a, $90. A lot, right? Yeah. A lot. So you spent $90, and then how much did you win? Well, on the first one I scratched off was one of the $10 Monopoly cards, and on the front of the card, I won absolutely nothing. Okay. And just like you, there was the bonus things on the back, and I scratched that off and won $10. Got your card back. Okay, Okay, good. So so I broke even. Yeah. And I scratched off all the rest of the cards, and they were all duds. And it was literally the last card I was on, and on all the bonus things at the top, nothing. And I scratched off the first two rows of it, and it's still nothing. And I got to the next one, and I got a five X. I'm like, oh my gosh! If if you get a, if you scratch off five X, that means you win five times whatever the prize is underneath. And I was scratching them off like you were, and not showing the dollar amount when I was scratching off the number spots. So I'm like, oh crud! What did I just? I mean, I think in five dollars, you know, ten dollars. <laughs> So I scratched off, and there was literally a hundred dollars underneath it. So I won five hundred dollars. Hey! So you turned ninety into five hundred. Five hundred and ten. Yep. Because remember, she got her oh, yeah. ten back. That's right. So, oh, man. so I guess we're to turn eighty into five hundred. Oh, there you go. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow! Come on! Uh, congratulations! Five hundred awesome. bucks. And so, well, since you. I am your inspiration and, you. and true love, mm-hmm. how much do Absolutely. I? Absolutely. Yeah. So none. Okay. No cut. I'll give you the 10%, per- 10% Bobby. That's what I tell people when I'm scratching. If I went over a thousand bucks, I'm giving 10% to somebody who's watching. Just randomly <laughs> selected person? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But here's what I did. I've been reading into the analytics of the scratch off. You have a theory. Well, I don't. I've been reading other people's theories who've either worked with the lottery or have done the math based on the amount of people that win based on the amount of tickets that happen. And I was reading this one guy and he said, hey, I used to work there. If you're going to buy scratch-offs and you really want to try to win, you need to buy them hooked 10 at a time. So I bought 10. I'll be scratching them off Thursday night on Instagram Live. This is the I, first time you're going to try the 10 at a time? I have 10 $30 scratch-offs. Yeah, do the math. It ain't cheap. No, it's not. I have 10 $30 scratch-offs that I will be scratching, all connected. And it was tough because they don't, they're not connected in some places. And there are like six of them left or four of them. But I will be doing 10 $30 scratchers in a row. So that's the thing, buying 10 connected? The guy said it was. He worked at the lottery office. Okay. Not and anymore. He, and he's saying that at least you'll get your money back? Nope. He's not saying anything. He said, oh. but if you want a shot, that's what you do. <laughs> he's probably working for the lottery now, suckering all of us. But I will be doing that Thursday evening, I think. Or maybe not Thursday. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow or Wednesday. I don't know. But I'm going to be doing it soon on my Instagram, uh, Mr. Bobby Bones. Okay, Don, congratulations to well, you. Thank you very much, and good luck to you. I'll be watching. Are you going to take that money that you just won 
and turn it back over into more scratch-offs? No, no. I'm taking the money that I want and I'm donating it to one of the charities that I donate to. Dang, love to hear that. Come on. That's awesome. Right Come on, Dawn. What are about? All right, Dawn. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. See you later. Thank you. You guys, too. Have right. a great day. Bye-bye. That's pretty cool, huh? She I tag- love it. She had to be like, why is Bobbone's calling me right now? Uh-huh. Like, she literally just tagged me on Instagram. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Good news. Prancer has been adopted. The two-year-old, 13-pound chihuahua mutt, not so charitably described as a Chucky doll in a dog's body. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Was was listed for adoption last month. <laughs> now Prancer, quote, the haunted Victorian child in the body of a small dog that hates men and children, <laughs> end quote, has found a home with Ariel Davis, a 36-year-old resident of New Haven, Connecticut. She brought Prancer home last week, according to the newly created Instagram account, at Prancer the Chihuahua. Here's what she said. I read the article. I connected to it. I was like, you know what? Why not? I just sent him an email. What's the worst that could happen? Well, Prancer killed her. No, that's not true. 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 Anyway, they're bonding. Wow. Prancer got a home. I mean, they could have done a better job at marketing the dog, right? Well, they needed to make sure they didn't like paint a different picture because obviously it doesn't like people. It's Chucky. They had to be. They were just being honest. Prancer's viral listing did not sugarcoat his shortcomings. Are you ready? He hates men, he hates children, he hates dogs, he hates cats, he's nervous, he's fearful, he's poorly socialized. Sounds like lunchbox. But she, she's a woman, and it doesn't seem like he hates women. It went viral, and then now she's adopted. Yeah, perfect. Huh, that's Hilarious. A, that's a good story, Buds. That being said, our the dog we adopted, Eller, was from the dog from hell. Did they sell her that way? No, they, they lied to us. Oh. They're like, oh, she's submissive, and she's fantastic, and she's loving. She bit us for a month. Mm. Bit everybody. Now she's fantastic, 99% of the time. Her and Stanley get into it a little bit now. But she's great. And we worked with her. We're, we're getting there. But poor Prancer. <laughs> Funny. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Always here for your convenience. That's me. Uh, Brittany in Pennsylvania, you are on the show. What can I help you with? Hi, Bobby. This hey. is Brittany. Uh, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So I have a friend that we've been friends for, well, we were, we were friends for three years and she got with my ex-husband and they asked me to be in their wedding. And at first I said yes. And it was supposed to be last December, but then with the coronavirus, they had to reschedule and they did get married, but they're still going to have their wedding renewal and reception this coming December. And since they've gotten married, it's been kind of strange, and she's been a little overbearing, I guess, with my daughter as well, because we have an eight-year-old daughter, and she tries to be more like her mom than anything. And I, I don't know. I guess I'm just not used to someone else being a mom to my daughter. But I wanted your advice on what I should do if I should, how to tell her that I'm not sure if I want to be in the wedding anymore? Let me ask a question about, you know, three steps back. She became a partner with your ex-husband after you had already divorced, not while you guys were still together. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. No, oh. no. It was after we got divorced. Okay, so there's a little less shadiness happening so far. I'm, I'm just kind of getting my mind right as to how angry I want to be. <laughs> okay, so 
when she started dating your ex-husband and you were friends with her already, was that cool with you? Did she talk with you about that? How'd that situation go down? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was good with them dating, and like I'm I'm fine with them being married too. It's just it's awkward sometimes because I can't. Sometimes I want to hang out with her, but he's there as well. Yeah, it's just a totally awkward situation, right? But but here's what I would say: There's a kid involved. Uh, you want to m- maintain as good of a relationship as you can in a good way with with obviously him. He's her dad and the new stepmom because that, you're having to grow into this too. I had step parents. It's the weird dynamic that everybody's trying to figure out at once. I mean, I'm sure she is struggling a bit too with knowing how much she's supposed to try to be a mom and she may not be doing it right right now or she may be doing exactly right, but you may not be handling Who knows? Everyone is learning right now in the stepmother, father, daughter process. Um, I would encourage you to a little bit get over it and be in the wedding and move on and try to keep a good relationship. You don't have to be best friends with him anymore, but you do have to co-parent with him and a bit with her-ish because she's going to be serving a role as kind of a substitute half-mom when you're not there. Heck, maybe whole mom if that relationship is, is good. I was lucky enough to have a great stepdad whenever I was a, you know, 12, 13 years old. And I hope that's the case with your daughter. But I would say because if the kid wasn't involved, kick rocks, lady. That's what I'd say. However, I'm not going to say that because I think you should be there, grit your teeth, and figure out you know, exactly where this road's taking you with this new weird dynamic and relationship, okay? Okay. It stinks. I'm not going to lie to you. And if the kid wasn't involved, I wouldn't say that. But I would also encourage you to give a little grace to the new stepmom because she's trying to figure it out as well. I don't think she's just, you know, supermaning her shirt going, ta-da, I'm here, the new mom. She's probably trying, and she's probably doing it wrong some, new to her. So that's what I would encourage you to do is a little bit swallow your pride, go to the wedding, be a good soldier, get out of town, you know? Yes. Okay? All right, I appreciate it. I appreciate your call. Hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's a tough one, though. It's real tough. Yeah. Everybody's learning, though. It's easy to look at stepmom and go, oh, she's trying. She's learning, too. Yeah, she might be doing the best that she can. And it seems like they have, she wants to be friends with her. It seems like they have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. So more, it's just sometimes you might be juggling a little jealousy because of a relationship that might be being formed. And you have to kind of step back and look like, oh, wow, are they trying to do a good job and be okay with it? Coming in in the next segment. We're not leaving this segment yet. We got a long time here. But Kanan Cox is coming in to perform. Yeah. He's the guy I was talking to yesterday. He was working at the restaurant I was eating at. And he was like, hey, man, I'm an artist. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's see how you are. Had him on the phone yesterday. Invited him up. He showed up this morning. He's got his guitar. He's going to come play live. Watch him on our Facebook page. He's going to be live. So he'll be in a little bit. I have no idea how good he is live. <laughs> we played some of his clips, and he sounded great in clips. But I'm excited to have him up here, yeah, honestly. Gonna be, this is going to be fun. I saw him walk in the green room in a second ago. <laughs> uh, that's what reminded me. All right, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Story. I thought this only happened with yawning, but I guess when someone grabs their phone and looks at it, you do that too now. Ooh. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. a new study says we do this with our phones. They wanted to see how many people would check their phone if they saw someone else check theirs. So they tried it with 200 people. And over half of them picked up their phone within seconds. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess maybe is it because you feel like, oh, well, they're going to check their phone. I'm, if they're going to be on there, I'm going to be on mine. Does any part of your body itch right now? No. None? No. Why? Not at all. Nothing itches. No part of your neck or head or anything? 
right How about here. now? Okay, see, that's my point. Like, you put it into somebody's mind. <laughs> They start to think about it. Well, it I did to get happen. bit. I look. Oh, now but this itches right here. My arm itches. You're it, missing the point. But you're, you're no, missing I mean, the point. I hear it. You, <laughs> you brought it you up. You found and it made an me. itch yes. because yeah. I was talking you're about right. it. Same with your phone. Okay. It's called chameleon effect. Really? Yeah. Same with the yawn. You're like, oh, I'm kind of tired too. Of course, you've read about this. Well, a long time ago, <laughs> in some nutty book I was reading. But yeah, so same thing with itching, and we, there are these that trigger. But it's the first time they've ever done phones. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? A woman gives birth on a flight to Hawaii with help from doctor and nurses on board. But the thing is, she didn't know she's pregnant. What? Oh, my God. How? Like, (laughs) I mean, I know that this happens, so I don't know why I'm shocked every time. With medical equipment for a premature baby on the airplane, the doctor and nurses used a couple of shoelaces and to tie and cut the umbilical cord, made baby warmers out of microwave bottles. Oh, it says without medical equipment. I was going to say, well, if they had it, why? <laughs> why do they use all those yeah, things? Yeah. Without. Our printer's kind of <laughs> messed up a little bit. Without medical equipment on the airplane, the doctor and nurses used a couple of shoelaces to tie and cut through the umbilical cord, made baby warmers out of microwave bottles, and used an Apple Watch to measure the baby's heart rate. Wow. The medical team kept the baby stable for three hours until the plane landed. I mean, a baby's how about this, born though? premature... Let's, yeah, but on a flight to Hawaii, there's nowhere to land. Right. Uh-huh. Like, you're over yeah. all water. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. The pilot can't. He, there's also probably a threshold where you just not faster to turn around. Because up to a point, you having a baby, we'll just turn around and go back to the land. Yes. We're an hour and a half out. People. After a while, you're just in the middle of the ocean. Wow. So she did not know she was in. She was pregnant. Does it say how far along she was? I think and the now, baby was between 27 and 29 weeks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so maybe she really 29 weeks, yeah. didn't. Feel that she was pregnant. Here is a clip from TikTok from a passenger, and you can hear the baby crying, but they recorded it. The baby was just born on this plane. Nice round of applause for the mother. Hear it? Yeah. Right off. Thank you. And she's actually named it the Little Delta. And stop. (laughs) But she might be this person. I don't know if they're from Hawaii or they were taking a trip to Hawaii. But then you're kind of stuck in Hawaii because your baby probably has to go in the NICU for quite some time. Mm -hmm. She might be from Hawaii, though, right? No, she's from Utah. Was she? She's going to be in Hawaii until the baby and then they're going to go home. Oh, wow. I knew it was (laughs) 50-50. What a story. Yeah, crazy that she didn't mm-hmm. know she had a she's gonna have a baby. But there she is on the plane with the mask on, holding the baby, little bit, little little baby. That baby gets some vouchers or something, right? That's what I'm saying. Like if he didn't have a companion pass on Southwest, <laughs> right? It stinks. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Bobby's big story. Let's go over and talk to Connie in Virginia. Hey, Connie, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, how are you today? Welcome to our... <laughs> Thank you, and congratulations on the studio. <laughs> what is happening? She's saying like 10 things at once because she's okay. nervous. I love okay. it. She means congratulations <laughs> on the engagement and morning studio. That's, it, it is a lot of things get slammed together. I, Let's I, take a breath, Connie, and start over because I, I, <laughs> I love your passion. Let's all take a deep breath. In. Uh, wow. Hey, right. Connie, how's it going? Good. Good. Okay. Now she's like, I'm not going to talk anymore. (laughs) What would you like to say, Connie? Hey, I'm just excited to see Kanan on your show today. I've been following him since 2014. Uh, How did. He's on cruise ships. Oh, is that right? I did not know that. So the next segment, um, a guy named Kanan Cox is going to be in. We talked to him on the phone yesterday. I was eating dinner with Kaylin at a restaurant. He was working there, and he was like, hey, I'm also an artist. And I was like, well, heck, let's see if you're any good. Played his music. I like it. Sounds pretty good. He's going to come in and play. Haven't heard him play live. Amazing. 
I didn't have a record deal or anything. Maybe this is a big break. I don't know. But love to give somebody a shot. He's going to come in next. Are you nervous about this, Connie? I am. I'm excited for him. I think this is his uh, great opportunity, and I really believe in his music. Dang, you're a legit wow, fan, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's been really fun to follow his journey since 2014. Yeah, yeah. That's a long you time. said that. I don't know. It sounds like talking points. Are you, <laughs> are you, are you kin to, or are you, sorry, as the fancy people say, are you related to Kanan? To, uh, no, not at all. Okay. No, uh, uh, not at all. All right. <laughs> all right, Connie. Well, this, this awkward call brought to you by, <laughs> has been great. This has been great, Connie. Kanan Cox. We're going to bring in Kanan next, okay? Sounds good. I can't wait. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, she's cute. She is. She was like, congratulations, studio. Good morning. Uh, I feel so good, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, it's three things at once. All right, let me do a little reset on what happened. Kayla and I were looking for some food. We're like, let's go. And she goes, there's a place called Del Frisco's. I didn't even know what that was. Am I just dumb? <laughs> no, no, no. Because no, no. I mentioned that. People were like, how do you not know what Del Frisco's is? I was like, I don't. So we go in, we go in and we were not dressed properly. This is pretty fancy, Kanan. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah. I was like, what? Mix. So we go in and we sit down and having a nice dinner. And Kanan just goes, hey, man, big fan. And leaves a coaster with his Instagram name on it and a cell phone number. Continued eating. Put it in my pocket. Checked it out online. I said, okay, he's real. But what I checked was to see if he was actually a fan or if he followed me on Instagram. Because if he didn't, this wouldn't be happening. If he comes up and says, hey, I'm not a fan, and here's my... And they'd be like, okay, well... <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's being honest. Uh, so we called him yesterday on the phone. How'd that feel this morning? Yeah, yesterday morning. Pretty... Yeah, incredible. Yeah? I expect that. And about the Instagram, I literally unfollowed you after I gave you the coaster and followed you again just so it would be closer in your timeline, like mm. in your feed, just in case you would like actually go back and look like, oh, that's that kid right there. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, nervous and crazy right now. <laughs> uh, Kanan Cox is his name. You can follow him on Instagram. And so we go into the restaurant. We eat. We reach out. You're here. You woke up this morning. Where were your nerves? Scale one to 10. <sighs> look. 13. Nice. I love yeah. that because it means something to him. Yeah. That's what we love to hear. Yeah. I we had a caller a minute ago that said she saw you on a cruise ship in like 2014. Yeah. Those are the OG <laughs> fans, man. The OG fans there. Tell me about playing on cruise ships. What was that like? It was pretty much the most perfect way to do anything ever. In like your 20s, we spent a year of my life in the Mediterranean. You just wake up and this was all you did for four hours. And you wake up, oh, today I'm in Spain. Oh, tomorrow we're in Greece. And... So it was a pretty great way to oh, save some money. That's amazing. How do you get yeah. that job? Um, just auditioning. At the time, I dated a girl who was doing like the bigger shows. And so she did some like connections for me. And you sit down, you film yourself singing some songs on the couch and send it in. Just like an, just an agent. And so. so with that, I guess you don't have to pay rent because you're working on the boat? Yeah, no rent, crew bars, like 60 cent beers. So, yeah, so it's a good way to save lots of money. What about food? Do they feed you? Yeah, they feed you. I mean, the crew mess is, you know, not necessarily the greatest food in the world, but being being the, uh, a performer, you kind of got a little more uh, benefits. You got to go to some of the guest areas and, and eat and do that kind of stuff. So. so you're traveling the world in your 20s. You're playing music. Your room is paid for. Basically, mm -hmm. your food is paid for. You're seeing places you probably never thought you'd see. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. Mediterranean's fine. North Mediterranean is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how to get there from here. Yeah. That's pretty cool, huh? It is pretty cool. And you spent how long out there? Uh, I did it for three years. So contractually, like on and off, you know, six months here, take off a couple, go did, back. Did you another. have so much money saved up when you got off the boat? Uh, yeah. 
It was great. And then you blow it on on new music and music videos and all of that. So <laughs> I was looking at town. your Instagram. You make your own music videos? Yeah, I have uh, degrees in musical theater, so I have a very big passion for like behind the camera work as well, directing and uh, editing and stuff as well. So it's also a, like a side hustle. Done, you know, picked up some edits and directing on other people's projects. You know what I admire about Kanan is that sometimes you have to side hustle and side side hustle and just to get your art to exist. And there are good that sometimes your your stock is up, sometimes your stock is down. But when it's down, you gotta do other things yep. to make it just so you can have that shot to get that stock back up. And so, how long have you been working at Del Frisco's down there? Well, I actually worked there when I first moved here. Worked there for a year, and then the GM just become fans. I told them like in the interview, I was like, "Hey, just so you know, music's what I want to do. So if I just peace out of here soon, like I'm not here to be your manager." So music became full time um, until obviously COVID, and then um, I messaged. The GM again, she was still there, and I was like, hey, I am not obviously playing a lot. If you want me to pick up, um, I can do that for you. So, I mean, I've been back there since um, around October of last year. What's the biggest tip you ever got? Mm, I mean, people spend a lot of money at Del Frisco, so I think it was like 150 Wow. 150 bucks. but I mean, the bill was, that was a 20% tip on that. The, oh, it wasn't someone going. It above wasn't and somebody beyond. going above and beyond, being yeah. like, "Oh, you are a great, you know, great server <laughs> here." No, it was just like, "Oh yeah, we just dropped eight hundred bucks." Dang. So, what's the uh, most expensive bottle of wine you've seen bought? Like, what's the most expensive? Because the place just looked fancy. It is fancy. I mean, I enjoy. I've learned a little bit about wine. I've learned that I love Merlot now. Um, from that, there's a couple that I that I enjoy. Um, I guess. The cuvee, the, the cuvee, I can never say it right. That's a we wouldn't know if you did say it yeah. wrong. We'd be no, like, uh-huh, we yep, came of to cuvee <laughs> from France. How much does that cost? Yeah, um, it's in the, like two. Two hundred? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Will you ever upsell and be like, listen, the Cuvée Sauvage is <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. The one from Napa Valley is way better than that. I can upsell a steak. That's about it. I always lie and say the chef's feature is a filet Oscar style. Oh, no. I mean, you know, yeah, that's it. It's like, we never have a chef's feature. So I'm just like, the chef's feature today is the filet. That's funny. Just added $24 to your bill. Uh, hey, you got, listen, as someone who waited tables a lot in his life, you got to yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, hustle, sure. you're hustling that price up. Mm-hmm. So that tip goes up. Yeah. I know. Well, Kanan, you have just been the victim of me loosening you up. Thank you. And, and taking your nerves down. Cause we were doing a little sound check before, during commercial. He's like, oh boy. I'm like, I'm just gonna sit yeah. with them for a second, talk is, a little bit. Is anyone else sweating? How long no, have no. you been? No. Uh, no. How long cool. you've you been pursuing a career in music at this point? I mean, professionally, so about four or five years now, moving, you know. But I've always known that I've wanted to do it with the cruise ships and degree in theater and stuff like that. Just performing has always been the dream, the goal. And the goal for you is to be a big country star. Yeah. Yeah. Like entertain you. Eyes wide. Let's play massive shows at arenas. Like that's the ultimate goal, right? I texted my drummer this morning. I said, put Madison Square Garden in your in your books hey. in like three years. Put it wow. on your... That's pushing it, but we'll see. You know what I do? I put my, my goals on my phone lock screen if I have one and then I always see it and I'm always... Yep. And it doesn't slip and I never, I never kind of lose focus. It's like, oh, I'm reminded again. Same. So there's no... Listen, you do it right, you can be in Madison Square Garden in three years. So, well, that being said, I never heard him play. All right, so. (laughs) You might take that back. Let's see But with with a musical theater background, did you do plays? Yeah, I mean, that was the whole BFA. I have a Bachelor's of Fine Arts, so dance, I can tap, jazz, modern. Are you kidding me? The whole nine. You're like the Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, my Chelsea boots on the carpet, no thanks. Okay. Uh, What'd you do? What's what's a play you did where you had to sing? Um, Pick one. Um, Did you Oklahoma? David Oklahoma was Will Parker in Oklahoma. Will, Conrad Birdie and Bye Bye Birdie. Will Parker is is he uh, 
Uh, oh, what a beautiful! No, he's, um, he's the yeah, he's the funny he's the funny farce character. That was I literally was so upset because I wanted to be Curly. Curly, then, that's that's it. Curly. And then my teacher was like, "Kanan, we wanted to give you Curly, but Michael, the only other guy in high school who could sing, he's like, <laughs> he's just not funny." Mm. And so, classic. Will Parker has to be funny. And I was like, "What about Grease? You ever do Grease?" No, I've had some offers from like little like side theaters like out in Florida and stuff like that to do. I'm supposed to be the guy who moons everyone. Mm. I was like, I was that guy in real life though. Yeah, age age (laughs) like nine through 14. It was my thing. All right, Kanan, we're ready to hear you play here. All right. Let's do, Amy, what do you want first? Do you want him to do a verse and a chorus of a cover to warm us up or do you want him to go right for for his stuff? Let's warm us up with a cover. Okay, well, give us a verse and a chorus of a cover. What is it? You want to know, or do you want me to sing it? Well, I mean, I'd like to know. Just but, give it, yeah. Because if it's so it. bad and I can't figure it out, we're in trouble. Oh, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, The Way You Make Me Feel by Michael Jackson. All right, here we go. Kane oh, wow. Kane and Cox, everybody. In pain and baby, we got high heels on. You give me fever like I've never, ever known. You're just a product of loveliness. Like the groove in your walk, your tongue that dress. I feel your fever for miles around. I pick you up in my car and won't pay in this town. Just kiss me, baby, and tell me twice. Then you're the one for me, the way you make me feel. You really turn me up. You knocking me off of my feet now, baby. My lonely days are gone. Give it to me. Give me some time. I said, come on, be my girl. The way you make me feel. Nice. Wow. Yeah. You can tell he is a trained uh, vocalist because he's right up on that mic. He was like... <laughs> I don't even hear my, I don't have any monitors, so I don't even know why I'm doing it. Are you complaining? <laughs> Not at all. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Monitors can get me up in my mix, guys. <laughs> no? <laughs> all right, Kanan, let's hear. What is this song that uh, you're going to sing? Is this a song that you wrote? Yeah, I co-wrote this. Uh, Nick Fabian, Andy Briggs, and uh, it's called Out of Nowhere. Okay. Just, uh, is it good or no? Be honest. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think it was right <laughs> on the precipice of me like figuring out who I was as an artist. I don't know how as cliche as that sounds. All right. But just, uh, yeah, so... It's actually my first co-write, so. I've been staying one step ahead of my shadow, sticking to the shallow, and been here before I shut the door. But now it's open up again. Out of nowhere, here you are, punching holes in the walls of my heart. Out of nowhere Cause I don't wanna go I don't wanna run I just wanna let you Drive me crazy Take me for a spin Turn it up a ten To the max I don't wanna go back there Baby I surrender I can't resist Didn't see you coming But I'm glad you did Like a midnight star Falling out of the air like a midnight star falling out of the air, out of nowhere. Come on. Oh, wow. Okay. Great job, Kanan. Thank you so much, guys. That was Thank so you. good. All right. Let's go over to Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan, Katy Perry. Uh, what, 
Lionel, what'd you think? <laughs> Who am I, Katie? It doesn't matter. You can be any of them. <laughs> okay, well, Kaden, I thought that you were awesome. Oh, well, thank you very I much. feel like, I don't know, I've heard that's better than some songs I've heard. Yeah, that's that. In the top, of, means, at the top of the chart. She <laughs> means it's better than some songs she's heard that are big hits. Yes. Yeah, yeah no, for yeah. sure. Like, I think that... And what's a better performance than some of the people who oh sing boy, their songs? Oh, boy. 100%. So I think there's so much potential. Like, I think I... I I already liked you coming into it because I see your passion and then I see how hard you're working and we like to root for someone that's really working yep. hard and is kind of the underdog. So, um, yeah, I'm here for it. Kanan Cox. Yeah, me too. I, it, you're good. Thank you, man. You know, you're really good. And we kind of threw you in the, <laughs> you know, in the old uh, boiling pot. It's yeah. like, hey, come on. Listen, big opportunity, but also, you know, that's nerve wracking. A little bit. And you came up here by yourself. Which, again, and he was early. Yeah. And he was early. Like, everything <laughs> I think is great. Um, dude, fantastic. Fantastic so performance. Me, For our listeners that are, are, are on now, or, or you can follow him at Kanan Cox, C-A-N-A-A-N, with the two A's, Kanan Cox, and uh, go follow him up. We, we did a bit yesterday. You had 24,000. Now you've got almost 27,000 followers yeah. and growing. Let's go. Thank you, my man. Yeah. Playing yeah, shows in Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, COX. Let's make sure you spell that right. Okay. Well, I don't know, people. Nope, that's how they would spell it. I'm positive of it. Yeah, I'm positive. Nope, nope, I'm positive of it. Hey, some people might not. Uh, no. Playing shows in Evansville, Indiana, Fairfield, Illinois, Pierre, uh, Peoria, Illinois, uh, and Sarah Gordo, Illinois, Greenville, South Carolina, Fort Wayne, Indiana, all May and June. So go see them. I hope that somebody heard this and is like, man, we should give that guy a shot. You definitely have the voice. You definitely have the look. You're you're a nice guy. Thanks, man. I was worried because you you're like. Really good looking, and I was like, he, he might be a DB. But you weren't. <laughs> I have I fat like boy that. syndrome, man. I used to be fat, so. You say he lost 70 pounds. Yeah, so. Look at you. There you go. All right, Kanan Cox, great job. Yeah, buddy. thank you. Let me, let me put on Jennifer in North Carolina, who you won't be able to hear her, but she wants to say something. Okay. Hi, Jennifer in North Carolina. You're on with us and Kanan Cox. Hi, good morning, everybody. Morning. morning. Oh. I had yes. I okay. had to call. I am a first time caller, but Kanan, if nobody signs you, they're insane. She said, and, if nobody signs I mean, you, they're, they're insane. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Jennifer. I mean, Hometown NC represent. Oh, true. Shouldn't have said that because now I'm like, oh, it's probably somebody you know. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> With that accent, definitely. <laughs> Go ahead, Jennifer. And I'm a first time caller. Thank you. Uh, you just. You blew me out of the water. And, Bobby, you're amazing for what you do every single day. Mm. My children love you. I have two boys, and I swear you're the calming voice on the rides home and the rides to school every day. Whoa. I mean, I turned you on, and they immediately <laughs> stopped. So yeah, thank you very much. And you have, you're going to do great things for this young man, and he's a, he's just a star already. All right. I don't know what you look like, but you what know, does he look your like? voice okay. is... I'm gonna tell him. Oh yeah, he, let's tell her. He he, your hair's kind of red. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like strawberry blonde. If and don't take offense to this, you're fine. If like, <laughs> if like Opie was a UFC fighter, but oh, like wow. had a chiseled jaw too. I see that. Like he's like all American kid, but like a little too good looking to make you comfortable. Like he's probably gonna steal your girl <laughs> if he's around her a little bit. Yeah. But then he's actually nice, and you end up being his friend after he steals your girl. So like a good looking Ron Howard is what you're saying. Yeah, much younger. Yeah, much younger. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say like today Ron Howard. No, no with, like, with, with hair. <laughs> yeah, with, I always get Andy Dalton. Oh, that's oh, right. I always get Andy good. Dalton or Prince, the Prince. Andy Dalton. Oh yeah. Oh, Prince Harry. I get those. Andy I've been waiting Dalton for Chris Hemsworth. I'm just waiting for the day. You don't like Opie? You're way off with Opie. Who's Who's Andy? Whatever. Quarterback for the Bears now. I used to be quarterback for the Bengals. Oh, okay. And the Cowboys. This is TCU. Mm-hmm. Super red hair. I think I know who that is yeah. now. But All right, then, listen. Yes, Prince Harry. We have spent too much time here. Kanan, I'm sorry. No, not your fault. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to go. Kanan, uh, you don't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Great job. Kanan Cox, wonderful. Eddie, anything you want to say to this guy oh, as, as a K- superstar musician? Okay. Yeah, Kanan, you have a great voice, man. Really, really good. And your story is inspiring. I can tell how hard you've worked to get here at this moment. So I love it. I'm all in, dude. You're so good. Keep Thank it you. up. Thank you very all much. right, there he is. Kanan Cox, everybody. Somebody call him yeah. today. Sign up. Sign up to a deal. <laughs> Glad everybody's here. Glad we could give old Kanan Cox a shot. So cool. Guy's hustling, waiting tables. Comes in, knocks it out of the park. Yeah, that was cool. Check that out on the podcast. Uh, let's take some calls real quick. Let's go to Morgan in Pennsylvania. Morgan, thank you for calling. I heard you gasp when we picked up your call. You are on the show. <laughs> Showtime, baby. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my word. This is like the best day ever. Uh, glad you're here. What do you want to say? Hi, I was just calling. So I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and I just wanted to call and shout out all the nurses that are listening because it's Nurses Week. And it's been kind of tough nursing for the last year. So Uh, I just want to give a shout out to everyone. I would bet not only, yes, I completely agree, but I, I was thinking about this yesterday about nurses. It's not only the ones that have been extremely directly affected by COVID, but all nurses have been affected by COVID because all the rules have changed. Yes. With anyone. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that is a big old shout out, Morgan. Appreciate you calling and, and, Shedding some light on that. Uh, what, what's going on with you? How, what's labor and delivery been like for you during COVID? It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we had like, so December was nine months after like quarantine started and we had a huge baby boom. Like we were mandated one day and then the next day it was your turn again. Like it was wild. We did not have enough beds for people. Um, but now we just kind of have the normal spring and summer baby boom. Well, good luck. It's awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah, I just got off work this morning. Wow. And I had a beautiful delivery last night. I was going to ask, do you deliver a baby every day? I watch babies come out of mommies pretty much every day. Wow. That's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great job. It's so good. For me, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. No, I'm saying if you think about how crazy, like, babies just pop out every day. Whoa, whoa, it's like a big factory. Yeah, yeah like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like and that's line. just at her hospital. Yeah, well, Morgan, thank you for calling. Thank you for doing what you do. I often say nurses, teachers, police officers are very underappreciated and undervalued. That said, it is also National yeah, Teachers Week. Oh, okay. it's uh, You know what? I know, it's I know. It's National Every. It's but National Astronaut pe- Peanut in Your Nose Week. <laughs> yeah. When's it National Radio Week? Well, because we were recognizing the nurses, so I was like, oh, there's probably some teachers listening right now that are like, whoa, whoa, it's National Teachers Week, too. I see Kane and Cox running around, like, leaving the green room. If we can pull him back in here real quick while we're on the air, I want to ask him a couple questions. Uh, he just came in and played. Yeah. He went to get water? Okay. He'll be back in one second. Uh, just bring him in quietly when he comes in, and I'll take another call. Let us do uh, Ashley in Georgia. Ashley, how are you? Thank good. you for calling. I'm good. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. What's going on? Um, I was calling to wish my husband of nine years a happy anniversary. Our anniversary is actually tomorrow, but I'm super excited I got in today. Um, everybody doubted us. We only knew each other two months before we got married. Dang. And, yeah, we've made it nine years. Well, congratulations. Did you hear it's national be married for nine years? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard that. But, uh, yeah, congratulations, Ashley. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I love your show. Thank you. Hope you have an awesome day. See you later. Thanks. Bye. Kanan pulled you back in there for a second. Do you have your phone on you? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're on, we're on the air, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has no, <laughs> We just jerked him back in the room real quick. Uh, are you, is your phone blowing up? Uh, Yeah. Read some text. <laughs> you have to say who it's from. Did you um, turn your phone off while you were gone? Um, it was on airplane mode. Okay. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Literally started happy crying 
like a little mermaid. <laughs> um Tears Bro, no cap. Um we all sang along with you. Ding man, not sure that could have gone any better. You killed it. Nice. Great interview. You sounded great. Yep. This audience applauds you with a Ryan Gosling emoji. <laughs> Nailed it with an Andy from the office, Jeff. Nice. Awesome job, brother. Uh-huh. Somebody I don't know said crushed it. Nice. It's always the awkward <laughs> one because then you got to go up through and, yeah. and kind of put the pieces back yeah, together. Like, who is this person because I don't have them saved? Did anyone go, hey, man, I just thought you could have done better? No. That's right. They did. That's so. right. That's right. I guess. I mean, there's 30 unread messages in the last whatever minutes. That's exciting. So, well, well, go go, you know, go do your deal. Just wanted to experience that with you. As you yeah, man. It's pretty... Uh, there's a lot of other ones on here, so. Okay, you don't have to brag. We, we talked about it. You're the man. <laughs> don't let it get to we your head. It. You got it, bro. <laughs> I nailed it. It's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All no. right, Kanan. Yeah, man. Well, thank you, you so can much. You now for sure. All right, there he is. See you, See Bye. you later. There he is, Kanan Cox. Hopefully in like six months or so, he's out just doing music full time. Somebody signed, awesome. signed him up to a uh, some sort of early deal, and I go on to Del Frisco's. I'm like, where's Kanan? Oh, he didn't work here anymore. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. They pointed the TV and That's, he's on there. Oh, dang. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. All right. Or he's in there eating. Like, At his own yeah. table oh, with, nice. with a bottle of yes, yes. <laughs> and the, the, the chef special or whatever. Oh, come on. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. Four men were in a black truck when they were pulled over around 2 a.m. Cops come up to the door. They start acting a little suspicious, like, hey, mind if we search the vehicle? They found 22 pounds of marijuana. And police said, hey, we pulled them over because they didn't have any license plates on their car. Dang, you're running <laughs> drugs and you got me plates? Yeah, you have to have plates. They might as well had a flag up going, we have weed, pull us over. I like that it always starts with them acting suspicious. You know, like, what does that mean? They're well, like they start getting nervous. Shifty-eyed, like, like oh, no, 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 They're whistling. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Dang. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. A guy falls 120 feet off a cliff while taking a selfie and survives. A 28-year-old tourist took a selfie on the edge of a cliff Saturday afternoon. He slipped. He survived because the tide was in, and he landed in four feet of water. Luckily, he didn't go head first. Four feet of water, you yeah. can break your neck. The guy wound up with a few cuts and bruises, but holy moly, 120 feet. That's it? Just cuts and bruises? Because wow. the water... Broke his fall. Braced, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for most of it. I imagine you still hit the bottom. I've jumped into pools from ten feet up. Oh yeah, that floor. <laughs> you still hit the bottom of the wa- of the yeah of the pool. Oh man, and I I go ah oh, what a dumb dumb. But sometimes you just want that selfie. <laughs> Not worth it. Though. I know, I know. Uh, top three songs in country music at number three this week. A former number one from Gabby Barrett, The Good Ones. He's one of the good ones. At number two, Rascal Flatts, How They Remember You. And the number one song is Jake Owen, Made For You. And I was made for you. Yeah, I was made for you. The number one pop song is from The Weeknd, Save Your Tears. Save your tears for another. Save your tears for another day. I don't even really love The Weeknd stuff for the most part, but this song... 
It's really good. Sounds like you love them right now. Yo, tears for another day. I, I'm back watching the Super Bowl. I recorded it. Just to, I'm such a fan now. I got to go back. Uh, number one hip hop song is from Silk Sonic, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. This is Leave the Door Open. I'm going to leave the door open. The jam. Yeah, the jam. So too. good. I feel like I can sing that one pretty good, too, in the shower. <laughs> All right, those are your number one songs this week. Let's do a quick check-in with Mike D., who has been having to carry a purse all week because he lost the Harry Styles Challenge. Mike, what's your takeaway here? It was fun for, like, the first few days, but it got kind of annoying just to have to keep up with it. I would have to go back in the house because I would forget to bring it, so I don't think a purse is for me. He would come over to my house. He had that purse with him every time. I was trying to get the $100 reward. Yeah. I was not able to get it. So, okay, Mike, but the purse isn't for you. No. It's a lot to remember. Was it a more pleasurable experience than you thought it would be, though? Yeah, not as terrible and not as embarrassing as I thought. Were people eyeballing you when you go places? All the time. Nice. That's our goal, isn't it? To just matter. <laughs> Don't forget tickets to Bobby Fest in Texas and Kansas. Wichita and New Braunfels, Texas. Go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Come from all over the land. It's going to be us, Russell Dickerson, Maddie and Tay, and a whole bunch more. 10 a.m. Friday, Ticketmaster.com. All right, goodbye, friends. See you tomorrow. The Bobby Bones Show.